Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we review a dark romance book, drink some high noons, laugh our asses off, and rant about all of the hot smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We also want to duly note this is an explicit podcast where we will be talking about all the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. We are your hosts, Jillian and Morgan. Are you ready? Yes. Hello. Hello. Welcome Welcome back. back. Well, season five. Hello. Here we are. I know. And you know what else I love? That it's still summer. It is still summer. Mm -hmm. Still lots of sunny days, high temperatures, pool. Yeah. Love it. Love all of it. I can't believe the Smut Hive has officially been here for almost a year. I know. It's coming up. Our potiversary. Yeah. 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 Well, all speaking right. of summer yeah. um, and like what we're still buzzing about yeah. Yeah. with summer being here, I'm really excited. I'm getting ready to take a trip with my sister. I'm going to do some casino. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do some spa days. Mm-hmm. going to do some beach time. Just get away. It's yeah. going to be for her birthday. It'll be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Jillian and I just went to the beach. We did. That was fun. We took my kids. They crazy, but it was still fun. Yes. I was very tired. Like, I don't yeah. know who fell asleep first, me or the yeah. children in the backseat, but. I, it was a tie. Yeah. <laughs> they exhausted me. Yeah. As they do. But it was a great time. The yeah. water was perfect. The beach was perfect. We made sandcastles. Mm-hmm. We swam. We did the splash pad. We did like the epic pizza place yeah. that you did when you grew up. Like yeah. it was great. It was a definite summer vibe. Yes. I loved it all. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? We read a book. We did. We read Mr. Masters, which is book one of the Mr. series by T.L. Swan. This was a fan recommendation. Hey there. So we thought, why not? Let's give it a try. I liked it. I liked it. I believe that there is, it's a three book series yeah. as of right now. Yeah. I've read two, first two. I've only read the one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So look, here's what you got. Here's your stats, yo. You have a girl. Now listen, her name is Brielle. She's from Australia, but she likes to be called Brelly and I don't. Oh. So I don't like to call her that. And I will not be referring to her as that. But the um, hotness in this book calls her Brie, and I can live with that. I can live with Brie. Yeah. Well, Brawley sounds very young and childish to me. Yes. She is young. And childish. Yes. So it fits. I just hate it. So from this point forward, (laughs) we'll be calling her Brie. Brie. Yep. Yep. So look, Brie has a best friend. Her name is Emerson. They, again, from Australia, they've had some shit relationship Mm -hmm. experience, right? And then decided that they just need a new fresh start. So they've decided to take a work visa in the UK and Brie is going to be a nanny for a judge. Not what I would choose to do for a job in another country. Right. But whatever. She nannies. She's been in contact with whom she believes is a woman. By the name of Julian Masters. Right. That would have two kids. Julian? Yeah. You think that's a woman? Yeah. Get a clue. Yeah. 
can't. And that, like, so they get off the plane. Like, that's yeah. how you start the book is them talking shit about why they're doing uh-huh. what they're doing and they're on the plane. And she sees her name being held up mm-hmm. by, like, this guy. And she's like, what the absolute fuck? And so she's uncomfortable with the fact that she's going to be a nanny for a man who's a judge. Right. And it's hot. Yeah. Very hot. Very hot. Like older, yeah. but hot. And he's just kind of like looking at her like, are you going to get in the fucking car? Like, I'm busy. I don't have time for this. Yes. Yeah. So she does like, I need a job. I have to have a job to be here. So yeah. off she goes. Yep. Okay. She's a horrible nanny. I'm just going to say like, she starts out when she meets the kids. It's awkward it's, and weird. Yeah, it's weird. And she's just she's weird. awkward and weird. I yes. think when she is uncomfortable, like she's one of those people that like just vomit of the mouth. Yes. When she's uncomfortable. Yes. You know, that's, that's exactly like her. her. Yeah. Yeah. That is exactly her. Yeah. Um, so it's just, I don't know with Mr. Masters. He of course instantly makes her uncomfortable yeah. because he is hot and he's older. He's attractive. He's cold. He's stern. And mm-hmm. she's like, mm, Hello. hi. Hi. So, yeah, all of that is happening. Um, but here's the deal. When she meets the kids, she's like a loon. She's a total fucking loon. So there's a teenager. Her name is Willow. She's about 16. She's a little bitch. She's, she's horrible. She's horrible. Yes. Yeah. And then there's a little boy. I, I don't know. I think like eight, seven, eight, something yeah. like that. Samuel yeah. and Sammy. Mm-hmm. So here's the like instant kind of issue that I had with her starting out. While she's meeting the child and he says his name is Samuel, she says, well, nice to meet you, Sammy. And Mr. Masters, her boss, is correcting her by saying, we call him Samuel, not Sammy. And she's like, well, then you don't have to call him that, but that's what I'm going to call him. Listen, that is his parents that you work for telling you how you're going to be addressing his child. And so I was instantly like, oh, that's not just vomit of the mouth. That's entitlement. Where the fuck did that come from? I didn't like it. Also, if your boss tells you to do something, like, you do it. Yeah. So immediately I'm like, well, she has authority issues. Yes. That's clear. Yeah. Which I do find entertaining as the book goes on. But that was kind of like a bad Mm -hmm. move right there. Because I was like, oh, I don't want to know if I want to like you or not. So... But I'm going to see what happens yeah. with Mr. Masters because yeah. he's hot. Um, yeah, it's a rough start. It's very rough start. It's a rough start. The 16-year-old pretty much is like, I don't want you here. You're a bitch. Go back to your country. Like, I hate you. Right. And she's like, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> like, I did appreciate that. Yes. But, like, you don't speak to me like that. You need to have some goddamn respect. And those pretty much is, those were the words. She definitely cussed it out. And yeah, like, she did. Okay, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, teenager uh-huh. things. But we've also found out at this point, so the children had a mother. She died, like, five years ago. And so the house is very... Cold. cold and grief stricken yeah. and he's very detached yeah. from the children and so the teenager's acting out yeah so brie sees right through her teenage bullshit yeah. right from the start yeah. but there is a lot of like other shit that comes up because the teenager is determined not to like brie or give right. brie a chance at all but they go to like a soccer game or it's a football game or they call it football but it's really soccer i don't know it's on the uk so willow plays and they go and they see these games and she's sitting there with Mr. Masters who's getting hit on left and right by the desperate fucking soccer moms. Don't blame them. Don't blame them. Oh, it was crazy. And so she's getting jealous. Yeah. 
But then she also is overhearing basically Willow getting bullied. And she steps in and she yells at these girls. And then she kind of starts to form her bond with Willow. Yeah. She instantly has a a bond with Samuel. So they have a hard routine. Mr. Masters has set a list and she sometimes will abide by it. Sometimes she doesn't. But she's responsible for these children while he's working. And again, he's a judge. While all this is going on, while you're settling into your roles and you're understanding who goes where and what's happening and how it all, you know, goes, goes on. You have this sexual tension yeah. built up between her and Mr. Masters right. from like day fucking one. Yeah. It's delicious. It's hot. And I, I do think um, there is a point in which they cross a line. Right. Separately. Right. Like right. at different times. He obviously wants to fuck her. Yep. But he is a like that's my kid's nanny. Mm-hmm. B my kids are seemingly liking her. Right. Which has never happened before. Mm-hmm. She's young, and also I'm a judge, and I cannot be seen dating like a 21 year old nanny. Right. I don't know how old she was. Something makes me want to say she was like 26 or something. I don't know. Yeah. But she was very immature. And he, I don't remember, 38, 39, somewhere through there. It wasn't enough to make me, it it wasn't the age that was any problem for me. It was the immaturity that she had in certain situations. And then there were many situations where she was the mature one and he was the asshat. So it it does go back and forth, which is great. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. But one thing that really happens that's really hilarious is when she gets drunk. So the weekends are hers. She's mm-hmm. she technically lives there with them, but yeah. she's off on the weekends, and that's when she hangs out with her bestie Emerson. Mm-hmm. And they get sloshed or whatever, and she comes home drunk. And she's so drunk she doesn't remember basically coming on to him. Right. Because he comes down the stairs, like she calls him. And he's like, where are you? What's happening? And she's like, I need you to like unlock the door. And then she scares him because she's already inside. Mm-hmm. And she thinks she's the funniest thing. She's not. She's not. She's just drunk he's and ridiculous. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you right now? Yeah. And she does try to come on to yes. him. And he doesn't go for it. Yeah. But he wants to. Yeah. I will say there is a time in which she is spying on him when he's in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. And he has a picture of her, and he's, like, masturbating. Mm -hmm. So she knows that he wants her. Yeah. But he's never been very verbal about it. So after this point, there's even more sexual tension. Right. I wish they both cared a little less about what people would think. Mm -hmm. Because she starts lying to her, her best friend. She isn't super honest about what's happening. Right. He has, like, best friend dates with his two BFFs every fucking week. Right. Very, like, girly girl to Yeah. Me. They have, like, brunch and golf right. and shit. And he's pretty much telling them, like... I want to fuck my nanny. Yeah. And they're like, do, yeah, do, do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. And he's like, no, I can't. Like, I, uh, you know, it's just, what would people think? It's like, there's just, for me, I never live my life based on what I feel people think of me or what they want from me. Mm-hmm. I do what I want, what makes me happy. And this book was a lot of, I can't do that because what would people think? Right. And it irked me. Yeah. A bit. Cause it was like a repeating thing. Yeah. Just get on with it. I know. 
And there's so much push and pull yeah. and the sexual tension just continues to mm-hmm. keep building and even more after yeah. the drunk moments. So they've decided to come to like a truce at this yeah. point because they're like, we're just going to fuck. Yeah. Like that's like, it. We have to. But he has rules and not like, well, there's going to be some kinky shit, but yeah. right away he's like, it could never happen in the house. Right. I'm never going to touch you. I'm never going to look at you. I'm never going to fuck you in this house. Right with my children like that's just never gonna happen she's like okay i'm down for whatever so he like starts sending her invitations like he gives her like a gold card and sends her an email and it's an invitation it's basically like show up at this hotel on this date this hotel room number and the invitation is like wear this wear this the naughty secretary or bondage or something and then she has to go buy the outfit Mm -hmm. to like you know match and show up and then he just fucks the shit up i like it it was so good I like the whole, like, invitation, like, yeah. you never really know what you're going to get kind of thing. Yeah. And with him, he's very dominant mm-hmm. and he's very in control, yeah. which you would expect him to mm-hmm. be as he is in his normal life. But yep. he is able to let go and he doesn't, like, he's he feels like he's found the unicorn. Like, he's super yeah. fucking excited that he's found a chick that he can, like, bang as hard yeah. as he wants to fuck. Yeah. So... I was I was there for it, like for all of it. It was great. The sex scenes were written really well. Yes, and they weren't so much that you found yourself skipping. Like you're like, oh hey, they're naked. I get it. They're fucking. But it was good. Clear, like you Mm -hmm. could see it, like in your mind. Yeah, I was down. I liked it. Same. Yeah. So that goes on for a while. They just meet up whenever they don't have to deal with the kids or work or whatever. And his mom watches the kids, like when. Because isn't it like a Thursday or something? It's like during the week. Yeah. So his mom, who does like Brie, by the way, Mm -hmm. she thinks that she knows something's going on. Right. But they're all lying about it. Yes. Again. But um, she does like Brie and she does talk to Brie often. Yeah. They have lunch too. Yeah. And she pretty much is like, listen. I know something's going on. Oh my God. No, it's not. Nothing's going on. Nothing's going on. I'm like, a mother knows. Mm-hmm. She's not blind. Mm-mm. And the mom, for, I think it's Frances is mm-hmm. her name. Yeah. So Frances is down for Brie because when she's like come over and like seen her or whatever, she's seen what Brie is doing with the children. Yeah. Like she's got them in the kitchen learning how to make fresh pasta and they're doing it together. So the siblings are bonding and they're having some fun and they're opening up and the house isn't so cold when she's there. And that's very clearly written. And Mm -hmm. I thought it was a beautiful like addition to the plot for the little kids to have this because they've been so sad for so long. And I really liked it. Well, you do learn to like kind of the past relationship with the kid's mother. Mm -hmm. They weren't in love, not really. Right. Their marriage was falling apart. She ended up like committing suicide or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the which, day he was, he served her with divorce papers. Right. Yep. So he doesn't talk about it, a because he feels guilty, right? Because he feels like she did it because he served divorce papers, but also guilty because I'm not, I'm not saying he wasn't upset, but I think he was just more relieved like i don't have to fake yeah my life anymore right so i think he does hold a lot of guilt the kids don't know she committed suicide right right so that's they don't know that so that's a secret that he's been having to keep Mm -hmm. 
And she does find out because she hears Willow getting bullied. So she actually asks. Yeah. He is hesitant, I feel like, to open up to her Mm -hmm. because he is very closed off. He is very cold. There are no pictures of her anywhere in the house. So I don't know. She does open him up, though. She does. After a while. She does. I mean, they fuck a lot and they meet up and do all the things but they're starting to do things at home yeah so they're starting to like kiss in the corner and Mm -hmm. he's putting his hands on her and he's telling her he's missed her all day and there's some other like stuff that happens but they're starting to have feelings for each other and have like genuine conversations and so you can tell that he's opening up to her and she's opening up to him and that a re- an actual relationship is starting to form. Mm-hmm. But yet neither one of them are saying it at this point. Of course. But they're sure hanging out on movie night in the living room with the children all together. Can we talk about this scene? Let's okay. talk about this scene. Picture this, guys. Okay. Julian and Bree are sitting on the couch. With a blankie. With a blanket covering them. Mm-hmm. And the kids are sitting on the floor right in front of them eating popcorn watching a movie yep okay let's pretend we're at a movie theater and it's loud it's surround sound in there and that's not what this house is like and i'm definitely munching on popcorn can i hear the person behind me talking yes i sure can because i'm not deaf Mm -hmm. okay she starts jacking him off with her feet yep listen no I do not do the toe fucking. I just don't. It's not appealing to me. It's not sexy to me. I don't like feet. No. And then to do it like right there on the couch and family movie night was a little like, like that was a little much. With their kids sitting, yeah. his kids sitting right there. Yes. So the kids never catch no, them. They, they do don't. this on more than one yes. occasion, but the kids never catch he them. Like finger bangs her. Yeah. What? First of all, how do you not make a peep? Yeah. How? Mm-hmm. I can't. Even a finger bang mm-hmm. with no moan, you can still hear. Yes. I can't. Yep. How? I don't know what to tell you. The balls. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. It's crazy. That whole scene, I was like, no, they are fucking not doing that. Yeah. They sure were. And they do it everywhere. Yeah. But... Luck, most of the time it's when the kids are not mm-hmm. home. So now they they still go to hotels though. Yeah. But they're still now they're fucking at home. Yeah. And now feelings are involved yeah. and now the I love you's yeah. are happening. And that was kind of cool because I thought he would be a little bit more resistant to the I love yeah. you, but he wasn't. No. So they're, you know, life is grand, harmony, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They're really focusing on Willow because of the shit that mm-hmm. she's doing and you know, blah, blah. However, there does come a point where what do you do next? Yeah. Like you're in love and blah, blah, blah. She's talking about marriage. She's talking about children. And he was like, wait, no. I never want to get married again. And I do not want any right. more children. And it all comes crashing yes. down. Yeah. It's sad. It was very sad. All right. We're going to take a break. Sad yeah. moment number one. Yeah. We'll come back. Okay. Okay. Welcome back. Okay. They break up. Yep. Mainly because she spits out that she wants to get married and have babies. Babies, which any young 20 year old wants, Mm -hmm. usually, Mm -hmm. most. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that's not what this is. Like, 
I care about you and I like what we're doing, but it's never going to go any further than this. And she's like, well, I want more than that. Mm-hmm. And too bad. Yeah. Kind of. So it's like strange because she lives there and she's trying to yeah. do her job with the kids and he's yeah. like trying to interact with her, trying to smooth things over. And she's like trying to get them back to just yeah. fucking again or whatever. And she's like, no. And then she gets the mail. Yeah. And opens up his mail. Yeah. <laughs> she's of always course. in his, she's always in his shit. Yeah. She opens up his mail and it's like an appointment for a vasectomy. And she was done. She decided she would still be there for the kids and like their daily routine, but she wasn't going to live there anymore. And she left. Here's the thing. One, I felt it very selfish that he feels like sex is enough for like a middle age 20 year old. Like you want her to give up something that she's dreamed about her whole life because what you can fuck. Right. Like hard pass, dude. Like you're not that great. Yeah. So, the vasectomy letter for me was, he was going to do it and not even speak to her. Mm-hmm. And you say you love her? No, dude. Yeah. No. That's, that is fucked up. Well, and also during this time, like before the letter or whatever, but they're still kind of on the outs, he has to take her to like a charity dinner. But he's telling everyone that she's just the nanny that he's yeah. showing the city to or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, but why you love me? Why does it matter now? Like if I'm the nanny or not. And again, it's back to that. What everyone else thinks. He's like, I'm a professional. I'm a judge. Nobody can know that I'm, you know, fucking the nanny. And she's like, but that's not what I thought we were. Right. Like we're not, we're in a relationship. Yeah. And you're telling everybody that I just take care of your kids. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So that was bad on him. He didn't make the right choices there but she was like no dude fuck you like you can't fix this i'm out yeah she packs her shit and she leaves and she does take care of the kids but she avoids him at all costs yep Yep. he tries to like talk to her about things that don't have to deal with the kids and she's like nope when we speak it's about the kids and the kids only i'm not discussing anything Mm -hmm. with you outside of that yeah she does make it very clear which I don't know, for a young girl that was fairly childish in the beginning and immature, like, I felt like that was a really mature thing for her to do. Right. Personally. Yeah. No, I liked her during, I mean, I felt bad for them both. Because, you know, you get both of their points of view and both of them are heartbroken at this point. But they're not communicating. And she, you know, has made it clear, don't communicate with me. And he doesn't. And I think it's like two months Mm -hmm. that this goes on for So, but she's still close to the kids. The kids are mad at him because Willow's not dumb. She like knows. That was another thing too. She wanted to come clean with the kids that they were together and he was dead set against it. And so she is continuing to sleep, you know, downstairs in the servant quarters. The family that she loves and watches over sleeping upstairs and he sneaks down to her room to fuck her and then leaves. Like, dude that's all it's been and she's yeah. over it like completely over yeah. it but she's heartbroken without yeah. him well the daughter does confront him yeah like i know you love her why aren't you why didn't you say something like what are you doing yeah. why are you just letting her go and i think after that conversation he kind of realized like shit like what have i done yeah and her his friends are telling him like 
what are you doing? Like, you're a miserable sack of shit. Like, why are you doing this to yourself? You know, even yeah. his mom knows that something's up. Yeah. Because if no one knew you were in a relationship, I guess you can't really, like, cry about it to anybody because you never actually told anybody. Right. Which was part of the issue. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. You know, Operation Gravel will start. Yeah. I'm going to spoil it for you. They're going to get back together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then you have just, like, a bunch of epilogues. Mm -hmm. So there's a bunch of shit that starts happening. And not, to, like, because there's a lot of plots and stuff or yeah. whatever. And, and there's a lot of stuff that's wrapped up into, like, the dead mom. Yeah. So you do know that the kids are, like, they know the truth. Yeah. And they're okay. And they've, like, had counseling. And you know that they're together and that they're all like a family and they're living yeah. together and then they're married. Yeah. Well, he does go to her grave mm -hmm. kind of like talks to her and tells her like what's going on. And I feel like for him, that was like closure for him mm -hmm. and it kind of like released the guilt that he was carrying. Cause yeah. honestly you can't really start a relationship under that yeah. pretense, but I do love a good epilogue. Mm -hmm. It is one of my favorite parts of the book. Mm hmm. But they do get married. Yeah. They have three kids. Yep. Plus. All, all boys. Yep. Plus the two. Plus his. Yep. Um, but they still do the invitation. Which, which I love. I love. Because when you get, you know, when you get married and life gets busy and you have lots of kids and lots of things, I feel like sometimes romance can really get dropped by the wayside. Right. There's no spontaneity. Like, where is the sexy gone? Mm -hmm. And I feel like they're really good about keeping that up. Which oh, yeah. I loved. And I love that even though they have like this grand house and, yeah. you know, whatever, and this grand life together that they still yeah. sneak off to the same hotel yeah. that they did. And they still have the same like secret and, naughty yeah. secretary and all that kind yeah. of shit or naughty nanny. Yeah. And that I loved it. Yeah. I did love it. I really so there is a second and third book. Yep. The second book is one of his besties. Mr. Um, Spencer is what it's called. Yep. So there are a couple of interactions in book one that you have yeah. with the, the two boy besties. Yeah. yeah, it's essentially just he's rich and he sees a woman that he thinks is the shit. And she ends up being like a princess, like a billionaire. And it was all right, guys. Yeah. I liked Mr. Masters better. Mm. Uh, the third book is Mr. Garcia. It's the third of the trio of friends. I think he, this one feels a bit tropey to me because I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> he sleeps with his ex-wife's sister. Oh, fun. So I haven't yeah. yet decided if I'm going to venture into the third book. Oh, okay. But that's the third book mm. you know mm -hmm. what would you rate this book mr masters what would you rate it out of five um i'm i'm gonna give it a three out of five dick score and it's only because a lot of a lot of like side plots that we didn't bring up she kind of in my opinion overstepped her place mm -hmm. um you mean and, like giving parental advice when you're not a parent? Oh, that, yeah. yeah, but she was cussing out people and yeah. going to schools and cussing out children and cussing out moms and 
she was just cussing people out constantly. And I'm like, you are not this child's father. Well, I get that you want to protect these kids that you're taking care of, but there's a line between nanny and parent. Right. I'm sorry. You're going up to the principal's office and having meetings. First of all, and Julian isn't even there. Right. I'm confused. Yeah. But yes, I agree with that. Yeah. It was a little, it was, a, that part was just a little much for yeah. me. Um, what I really did like about the book is that I didn't care anything about any kind of an age difference. Right. I didn't care anything about like him being a judge and her being a nanny. Like I didn't give a fuck about any mm. of that. I was there for the sex scenes and for the dirty talk because Mr. Masters right. is very, very naughty. Yeah. So I was down for all of yeah. that. I'm going to do, hmm, I think I'm going to do a 3.5. Three and a half yep. penises. Three and a half penises. Okay. Chop that one just right yeah, in a half, right did you? I, all of the things you said, mm -hmm. I'm in agreement with. No, duh. <laughs> I just wish, like, I don't know, I feel like, I hate a monkey wrench. I really do. Mm-hmm. But when it's a monkey wrench that's, like, based upon communication, it irks my fucking nerves. That's fair. I feel like I would have normally maybe given it a four, but I was annoyed too much to give it a four. Mm -hmm. With both at different times, him and her. We'll do a 3.5. I would say book, book two was a barely a three. And it was... Only a three based on sex alone. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Got it. So. Yeah. You know. That's Mr. Masters. Yeah. Mr. Book Series. Wait, was this a Kindle Unlimited? Yes. I believe that it was. Yes, it So was. there you go. Yep. Yep. Check it out. Hey, so guess what? For next yeah. week, mm -hmm. that's the episode that is closest to your birthday. Yes, my birthday is on the 15th. So you get to pick a book. Yeah. And you did. I did. What'd you pick? First, I'd like to say the first time I read this book was back in, wait for it, guys, 2014. Okay. That was a long fucking time ago. It was. Um, It's called The X Games. Mm -hmm. As part, well, X as in like ex-boyfriend, E-X, part one, two, and three. Okay. Normally I wouldn't throw out a three book series because I honestly don't have that kind of time. Neither do you. But no. it each book is only like 80 pages. Okay. So it's a quick read and it's hot and sexy. And I'm very interested to hear what you have to say about it. It's you're explaining to me that it was very it's very like revenge sexy. Yes, it's very revenge sex. I like those. So like hard and dirty. Do it. You know. All right. You know, it's my job. Happy birthday, Morgan. We're going to do the X Games by J.S. Cooper and Helen Cooper. I wonder if they're related. I don't know. I'm going to look into that. All right. Look all that shit up before next week. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're at the beginning of season five yep. and we have some books coming up. Yes. We're not going to give you like, we, we're never going to be the ones that post like the list of the entire season no. because it'll be down to like recording day and we'll switch the fucking right. book. Like yeah. it happens. No. It just happens in this here podcasting yeah. world of ours. So, um, but I do know what we have to look forward to. So we've got the Salacious Player Club, yep. 
there's three more books. Yes, we did Praise. This mm-hmm. is by Sarah uh, Crate. Kate. Kate. Crate, Kate. Crate or Kate? I think it's Crate. We're the worst. Kate, <laughs> like, we do absolutely no um, research. <laughs> but there are three more, so we're going to do those. The first one is called Praise. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me, still sick. Mm-hmm. Um, You're recovering, though. It's fine. Um, One I'm really stoked about because I know it's going to grind your fucking gears so much is credence oh my god this is was a this is a big tiktok book it's all over the place Mm -hmm. it is very tropey i'm talking like i was reading this book and i was like "Ooh, okay i don't know how i feel about that oh that was hot Ooh, but i don't know how i feel about it i went back and forth a lot okay so i'm very curious to see because i know you haven't read it yet i'm very curious i feel like i'm gonna get some text messages they're gonna be like what the actual <laughs> fuck is this morgan that's exactly what's gonna happen because oh my gosh i'm not looking for no i'm i'm looking forward to it. it's fine it's yeah. fine i'll yeah. read it it'll be fine um well i'll get you back because yeah. you know how i am about my mafia yeah. books so i've got the filthy trilogy by lisa renee jones the bastard the princess the empire I loved it. I loved it. I'm going to make you read more Mafia. Have we read a Lisa Renee Jones before? I don't believe that we have, but she's really great. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, 365 Days Part 3 is coming out soon. August 19th, Yeah, yeah. So we will be doing a pop-up episode. Mini-sode. Just like we did with Movie 2. My hopes. Here's my hopes and dreams, Morgan. My hopes and dreams for this movie <laughs> is that it is not an everlasting music video. Like, I really hope that they cut that fucking music in half. And let's understand what happened. And if does this bitch, do we really need her, though? Like, I don't know if she's alive. I'm going to assume she is since there's a whole right. movie. But does she have to be for there to be a movie? I mean, if she is alive, I would really uh, prefer... That she didn't walk around the universe like she's a gift to be unwrapped. Yes. Bitch, you are not a gift. Not at all. You are like a lot of right. work at right. this point. Just a lot of work. So I'm going to need her to tone that down. Yeah. Uh, the twin brother. Is he dead? I can't remember. I hope so because I don't need him in this next book. What I, I do need though, or this next movie, is a more nacho. More nacho. Oh, what's going to happen to nacho? I don't know. Because Nacho's dad is bad. Yeah. God, please don't have so much music. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, those are our hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. I have a really terrible feeling that they're going to get smashed and stomped on, but we'll see. We're going to see. We're we're going to hold out for yeah. hope. that, And we're just going to, like, rewatch them all. Yeah. So that way we have, like, a final, yeah. this is what it is, people. Resisting Roots. Did you watch that on Passion Flicks? It released. I did watch it. How do you feel about it? I think that they were both hot. I think it was, I think it was the sweetest little thing I have ever seen. I was so bored. It was so sweet. But if you're in the mood for extra sweet. Like a sweet little romantic. Yes. No dirty, not really. A little bit dirtier than Hallmark. Barely. There's more dirt than Hallmark. What about Lifetime? Uh, It's equivalent. Yeah. That's fair. Here's the thing. You see them make out. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, thrusting of bodies. 
The Hating Game. Did you watch that? I did. That has more than this. And The Hating Game wasn't even on Passion Flicks. It wasn't. God. <laughs> I really thought they could have made it a little bit dirtier. It definitely should have been a little bit dirtier. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. There's lots of things that are supposed to be happening soon, but we don't know what they are. So timeline wise, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Let's go back to summer. All right, guys. Well, we gave you a list of shit. So that's what's happening. Pay attention to the socials, all that good stuff. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. So before you get on with your day, be sure to check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as The Smut Hive, done by yours truly, our IT expert. <laughs> Follow, like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at smuthive at We would love to hear from you. We better hear from you.